Alright, ready? Heck yeah, I'm ready. I'm gonna hit record. Ready for my motherfucking close-up? My camel toe is going. <laughs> Thank God. Everybody. Due to the COVID pandemic, y'all can't tip me, unfortunately, but you can Venmo me, so you can catch that link down below. How will I know if she is a lesbian? What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Queer Collective Podcast. My name is Carbon. My name's Blonde Emmy. Blonde Come. Emmy in the house. Come through. I box dyed the tips of my hair because I was feeling manic. There's a reason they call it manic panic, baby. Oh boy. I also cut my own hair. <laughs> so today what we're going to talk about is, number one, how we try to communicate non-verbally that we're gay <laughs> to people, love interests, <laughs> I don't know. But also, with the help of the iconic Whitney Houston, we are going to try and answer the century, many century your old question how do you know i think it's like someone... a millennia what does that even mean millennia old question a million years i think so a millennia old question is she gay how do you tell if she's gay or is it a thousand i think it's a thousand i don't know it's just a really old question before christ okay <laughs> <laughs> it's a bc it's, it's a, a bc ting <laughs> Okay. I don't even believe in Jeebus. What am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> Who Jeebus? <laughs> this question was before him. Yeah. Or her. I don't know. Or them. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm here to answer it, okay? Yeah, please tell us. I'm dying yeah. to know. How's your gaydar? Um you know what she's been a little finicky sometimes oh really yeah a lot of people ask me they're like hey i know you're gay is this girl gay and i'm just like i don't think i can help you <laughs> so i don't know you're useless so you have yeah. this century old question too yeah but my experience lies in people not knowing that i'm gay oh wow we do often talk about like lesbian topics on this podcast and like we don't necessarily hit on everything mm -hmm. in the queer community because what queer collective is all about essentially is giving people platforms so that they can tell their own stories but we are committed to creating representation for everyone mm -hmm. you know yeah so like in the future expect like having people on the podcast that isn't just us i would love to have like different kinds of people on the podcast we just haven't been able to do it yet because of covid yeah covid one and just like we're two people we're building like we're working on growing this channel it doesn't all happen all at once but true like know that that's our end goal is even if it's not just this podcast because i feel like this podcast is a lot about our own experiences mm -hmm. which is like to lesbian gals i wouldn't even call that i don't like that name to kind of like put it out there i don't like the label for me specifically i think my biggest issue is porn has sexualized the word lesbian so i feel weird about it 
I feel weird about it, and I also feel like I don't fully identify with it. It's just not the whole self that is me. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. if I, like if I were to identify as a lesbian, then I'm. I feel like I'm putting myself into a box, whereas like it's more complex than that. And I totally agree with that. And that's usually why I call myself gay as like an umbrella term. But I feel like I needed to be like specific for some reason. <laughs> I just want to be myself. Yeah, but that's that's basically all I wanted to get at is I don't want people to feel like excluded from the topics in this and I don't want people to feel like Mm -hmm. this channel isn't for you because this channel is for everyone and our goal is to give everyone access to this platform like if you have an idea of something you want to create but you don't know how to do it you don't have the equipment to do it then like reach out to us pitch us the idea and like if we're into it, if we have time, we would love to do it. And totally. yeah, this is all about creating a platform where people can tell their own stories and yeah. share their own experiences yeah. because that's how it's the most accurate and the most authentic. And that's the best way to share stories. Yeah. In I, my opinion. <laughs> totally. And yeah. uh, at the moment, it's just us sharing our experiences. Yeah. We do want to expand it and grow and share other people's experiences as well. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, back into the topic. Sorry for the pause. Um, The first thing I wanted to hit on with not being able to tell if someone's gay or not, I think the pressure of that is, and we spoke about this a little bit in like the episode where we spoke about gay relationships versus straight relationships, mm. but I think there's a bit of a pressure because you recognize that you can't identify if someone is gay or not. Yeah. So you feel like no one can identify you and oh you want to you want to meet cute girls in your area. <laughs> this sounds like an ad. Yeah. You want to meet hot singles in your neighborhood. Weird. <laughs> She's 5 kilometers away. Oh no. <laughs> But that's like your objective. Your objective is you want to meet someone cute. So you feel like you need to dress a certain way to adhere to these stereotypes so that you are identified as a lesbian. I think that you have a lot of experience with that, which you kind of already shared in our last episode where like you first came out and you felt like you had to dress a certain way. Totally. Why do you feel like you did that? I did it because it was like a trend. This is like, okay, so when I first, I guess, came out, Mm -hmm. a lot of the gay stuff, like where you'd go to find it, was Tumblr. Yeah. You remember those days? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, shout outs if you remember those days. Hit the like button if you remember those days. (laughs) So the Tumblr days, which was like where everybody went to get their daily dose. (laughs) Of gay shit? yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so that's... I would go there, I would look through, I would, you know, you'd see, like, what would get lots and lots of, like, reposts or likes or both. I forgot what Tumblr does. And so, yeah, so you'd see all of these and you'd see, like, the ripped jeans at the knees, like, at the rips at the knees. You'd see, like, the Yeezys, you'd see the button-ups and you'd see, like, the tattoos and I'm too scared to get a tattoo so I did the button-ups and the Yeezys and the ripped jeans at the knees. At the knees. The knees. It's at the knees. <laughs> so I would, like, I would take their outfits inspo and then put them on my body mm-hmm. and I'd walk around like, this is what you wear and now I'm wearing it. Here you go. Do you feel like you did that to attract girls? Totally. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I didn't do it to attract guys, so 
<laughs> wearing the button ups. Like, but like you didn't do it for yourself. No, I didn't really know. Yeah. Yeah, which is, I guess, the point. Yeah, I guess I didn't really do it for myself. It was more so just like I thought that that was like the standard yeah. of like how you had to dress and how you had to act yeah. and behave. So I did it for a little bit. I didn't know what it meant to be myself. And it took me a couple years to like start to form it and start to figure it out as like I was exper experimenting like just with putting on clothes and being like, ooh, I like this. But you know, initially when I would put on clothes that weren't like super masculine, I would think to myself, okay, um, I don't think I'm supposed to wear this. And that's how you felt when you had put it on? Yeah, and sometimes yeah. I would like feel guilty. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. It's weird. So the reason why I like brought that up, I guess, is because when I was sort of doing my research on YouTube and I was looking through the other videos, Research. <laughs> just researching, a lot of them were just about like stereotypical shit. It was like, if she's wearing a button up, if like snapback, if she plays like oh, yeah, the snapbacks. Oh my god, softball. the snapbacks! You know, it's like all I the, hate the snapbacks. I hate them. Terrible. Why was that a trend? I liked it for a little bit. <laughs> I just like I, I'm at the point where I don't want to even perpetuate that on our channel because i don't neither of us feel like we adhere to that and i don't think it makes sense to tell people like that's how you identify a lesbian when like mm. or a gay person or a queer person or whatever when like that's not how a lot of us identify and the only reason that we're dressing that way is because we're being told that that's how you identify us and it's like we're in this circle and none of us actually want to dress like this. Maybe some of us do, but <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean some of us probably yeah, definitely that's your style, do. but um and it's their style, yeah. So like those cases where it comes to like like you said, like wearing a button up, um, sure, that can apply, but it's not the end all be all. Like if you're not it's not like you go to like cruise and tangos and if you're not wearing a button up, you're not gay. Yeah. It's not like that, you know what I mean? Like, if you're wearing a button up and you're a girl, you might be. There's a high chance. Yeah, it's a pretty high chance. Yeah, but I feel like for the people that that's not even their style, mm -hmm. um, they're trying to, yeah, like be like, hey, when I first came out, I was like, Fuck. like I wish there was something. I could like just smack on my head like I wish we had a little symbol like I'm single I'm ready to mingle with famales <laughs> <laughs> I'm single I'm ready to mingle I got the Pringles the thing is we're also fine with hitting on a guy like in a heterosexual situation you're okay with going up and just hitting on a guy you assume that every like people just assume that people are straight. Like a lot of guys will come up to me. They don't. They're not going to consider if I'm gay or not. They're not going to be worried about that. But right. I think like it's like a timidness, like mm -hmm. an anxiousness, a fear of being rejected, where you're not really willing to put yourself on the line to potentially because you might be have it rejected. Wrong, I guess, but at the same time, like if you don't try, then how will you know for sure, right? That's my point. Yeah. Same thing like, like with guys. Like if guys are willing to, heterosexual guys are willing to go up to any girl mm -hmm. and try to hit on them. Mm -hmm. And there's a, a very high potential that they're going to get rejected whether that girl very is straight high. or not. <laughs> whether she's straight or not. Yeah. They still do it. They just keep going. Like it takes a lot of confidence. It takes a lot they of just keep going. effort too. 
But I feel like maybe maybe that not as extreme, but like to to some degree, you kind of need to do that if like you're if you're single, ready for Pringles Mm -hmm. with the famales and eating hot tamales. Mm -hmm. Like if you're in if you're trying to do that, then you kind of need a little bit of that. Like okay, you know, you just go up to them, and if like. If it doesn't work out and you get rejected or turns out that you your gaydar was wrong or whatever, then like then you move on. Honestly, I usually just rely on Tinder or I used to just rely on Tinder because I was so scared of rejection. Oh, boy. I was so afraid because I don't know why I was I never felt like I could hit on a girl and I was always like, but I ended up relying on Tinder and the way that straight people are always able to be like, I just want to meet someone in like in real life in a really natural way. Like I just want to be in a coffee shop. We bump into each other and someone's coffee spills and then you have to buy me my coffee and then you and just the rest is history. That went out the door for me. I was like, there's no way. Because I honestly I never even hit on guys either. Like I would just rely on men coming up to me, but that would never happen with women. Because no one knew that I was gay. Yeah, how do I get the word out? Do I have to make some posters? Like Roberto. <laughs> on our street. Yeah, explain it. Roberto on our street. So there's a there's posters all over uh the street where we live. And Roberto is like a like a what, fifty to sixty year old guy, something somewhere around there, who's yeah. looking for like a mid fifties woman, tall. I think it's sixty um, to seventy. Six. Oh, okay, sixty. Sure, to seventy. Tall woman. Um, and that likes to go on uh walking, walking dinners. Yeah, walking dates and just having having some some meals together, and that's yeah. all he's looking for. So and cute. so sweet and tender. And we live in Little Italy, so you know it's like a cute old italian man who just like puts these up and he's lonely roberto Roberto. i think the name gives it away get the word out Mm. for roberto send this to someone that might be interested in roberto yeah promo he needs some company covid has not done him any favors (laughs) he needs someone a a photo of the poster (laughs) he needs someone to go on walks with (laughs) and likes to eat food do you have a grandma downtown? <laughs> Do you have a grandma that's close to the Little Italy area slash Little Portugal area? Single send, Grammy? Single Grammy. <laughs> send her Roberto's way. But yeah, honestly, so my version, I recognized like when I came out, I was like, I'm as femme as it gets. I really like dressing feminine. That's my style. I'm not really going to switch that. Did you ever try putting on a button up? Oh, my God. No. <laughs> I'm just trying to picture you in one. If this video gets 50 likes, MG will put on a button up, and I will put that. on something really feminine that I don't want to put on. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to do it. I realized that I never wanted to dress masculine. It just wasn't me. I knew that. Cross that off the board. But I was like, how else can I let people know? I got my friend Rebecca to give me a really shitty stick and poke tattoo. Which, like, I'll put a photo of right here so you can see it. It's horrendous. It's not good. <laughs> it's so bad. I thought it'd be nice. It's, like, two female signs together. It don't look like, like it. Good. And it doesn't look like it. It just looks like a mess. It looks like two balloons. Like, I've had people guess that it's absolutely everything except for two female signs. Two balloons. I used to work at a fine dining restaurant, and so I'd have to wear these, 
like white button up shirts, like collared shirts. And since I'm such a tall human with really long arms, they would never fit me properly unless I went to like long, tall Sally. But that shit costs a lot of money. So <laughs> it's a lot of money to get that little bit extra fabric. So, <laughs> so I'm like, fuck that. I'm just going to look like I'm just a five-year-old that grew out of my clothes so that's how I just wore my clothes <laughs> but it would stop right at the edge of the tattoo which what do you think that looks like penises one penis one peni <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a dick and two balls so that's actually the opposite message that i'm trying to send it didn't work nice but <laughs> i was so desperate at one point that I just wanted to, like, meet a cute girl that I would, like, sit like this. Oh, no. <laughs> and I was mad at myself because I was, like, I put it not in a visible enough spot. Like, I'd have to be, like, mm. Why didn't you just wear, like, a like a rainbow lanyard or something? Ew. <laughs> um, and then one time there was, like, this wedding that was happening at my old work. It was, like, a banquet hall. And there was a lesbian there. Ooh. And she totally had a date, but I was like, I'm going to see if I can get them to guess that I'm a lesbian. And I would always be like, what can I get for you? <laughs> and then do tell more what happened. I'd, I'd come onto her side like this and I'd serve her her plate. <laughs> <laughs> do you see it? <laughs> Did they guess? I don't know. I think she just thought I was creepy. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> totally backfired. I was um, so desperate. I was like, oh God. <laughs> I've been in the closet for way too long. Notice me. Please. <laughs> Please see me. But So a tattoo doesn't work. Yeah. Mm, unless you get, maybe like put it right on your forehead, like I'm gay. <laughs> I think that could work well. Let's, just, let's try it out. That could work well. See, I, I looked more gay with that on, right? For sure. You totally did. I think that worked. I believed you. I think it worked. For a second, I thought you were. And for you, it was you trying to put out there that so you were. Oh, my God. It was so hard. <laughs> so. I was about to put up billboard ads. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Oh, you're so He's desperate. He's your hair. <laughs> <laughs> so desperate. I was like on Tinder like. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> Run out of matches. That's like, all left. Fuck. Oh, right. Well, not all of them are cute. I was like. Mm, mm. And then if I really liked one, because a lot of the time, even on Tinder, people are like, oh, my God, I thought you were going to ask me to have a threesome with you and your boyfriend. Oh and I'm God. just like, huh? <laughs> I can't win. <laughs> even on Tinder. Even online. <laughs> Did you put it in your bio? Do not have a boyfriend. I'm gay. No, I didn't. Maybe, maybe that was your issue. <laughs> But we're even luckier, though, to be in Toronto where there is a lot of, like, openly queer people. Like, I feel for you guys in some rural areas. I'd go for anyone. <laughs> you got a heartbeat? <laughs> Are you a famale with a heartbeat? A soul that's Hit required. <laughs> Sometimes if I got drunk enough, I'd cruise in tankos with enough, um, what's it called when you uh, believe in yourself? <laughs> courage yeah okay so if i was <laughs> drunk and courageous at cruise and tango sometimes i'd go up to gals like you no way yeah <gasps> be like, hey, tell more i don't even remember it that's how drunk i'd have oh, to be no. <laughs> yikes 
I wouldn't say that a bar meeting has worked out for me. I feel like bars in general don't really work because everybody there, you know, nobody there is really like, I'm going to go to a bar and I'm going to find love. <laughs> like, I had hope. So if y'all are like Carbon and you don't know how to tell if someone's gay, say you're interested in an Emily. <laughs> no one was, so, but say you are. <laughs> you're like, if you're again. <laughs> I'm thinking more along the lines of, like, get to know somebody, treat it like a friendship at first. If you start getting those vibrations, that's what I'm going to put it down to, mm. is vibes. If someone if really we... wants to hook up, hook up with a girl, even if they're, like, a spaghetti, they're going to give you the eyes. Like <laughs> the, the spaghetti. What if you saw me at the bar? If I saw you at the bar, uh, I'd probably be like... <laughs> 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 so... Because I am the female. best. No. Gay. No. White. No. Blonde Emmy. Yes. <laughs> because I'm the smartest, nicest person in the world, I've created a list. <laughs> because I know better than you. <laughs> That's not what I would have gone with. <laughs> um, I've created a list of ways that I determined how people were gay. Okay. Do tell. All right. Number one, when I'm talking to someone, say, okay, we were talking about vibes. You just get that vibe, right? Vibes. So say you're getting that vibe, but you're still kind of unsure. What do you do? I don't know. Spark up a conversation. Okay. Maybe you bring up one of your exes. Oh, shit. All right. Mm, are you sure bringing up an ex is a good idea? Uh, nonchalantly. Just be like, ah. Uh, Actually, I don't know how that would come up nonchalantly. Be like, my ex-partner, she, her, would always do X, Y, and Z. My ex-partner, she, her. She, her. (laughs) I'm a lesbian. (laughs) (laughs) So you just... That's your plan? In a more nonchalant way. Like, they get it. (laughs) You guys get it. They get it. I swear I've done that. You have? Yeah, in some way. Did you actually? Did it work? How nonchalant was it? Because it, it never stupid. worked. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, don't follow that advice. Yeah, it might work for you. So you bring it. You bring up an ex, <laughs> okay? And maybe that'll prompt them to bring up one of their exes or to be start saying some gay shit because they're like, How "Oh my god, how is this a good conversation? Let's both talk about mm-hmm. our exes." We all are friends with our exes. This one's a bit more accessible for everyone. Talk about gay pop culture, okay? Always have a little tidbit. Just ready to go, all right? If you know you're going to be, like, talking to someone, have a little, a little, a little some something. Like, hey, have you heard King Princess's new song? I love that she's queer. I love queer artists. Like, the representation is so great. I love that because I'm queer. (laughs) And then they'll be like, (laughs) no freaking way. I'm queer, too, and I'm interested in you. Or another way you could do it. Be like, have you ever heard of this band? They're queer. Did you know they're queer? Did you know I'm queer? Me too. Okay, <laughs> this band and me, we're both queer. And I'll be like, never know. But you know what I do know? That I'm gay and I like you. In your laid. Boom goes the dynamite. Listen, this is coming from an expert. An expert right? in her field. <laughs> The last one, I just wrote down drop little tidbits and try to get them to bring it up. I don't really know what I meant by that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so go to Tim Hortons. 
get oh. a 20 pack all right yeah. and if you see that drop little timbits drop timbits <laughs> <laughs> just going to drop timbits they're going to follow it okay they're going to follow it all the way to you okay some Hansel and Gretel type shit they're going to be like hey are she, these your timbits you drop a timbit and i'm going to be like and then when they get to the end, you have a banner that says, you gay? Yeah. And then my last one. <laughs> okay. By drop little tidbits. I kind of meant. By drop little tidbits. I meant sort of the same thing. Like you just sort of like drop in that you're a little gay, you know, like you like sprinkle in your queerness. You're like, you know, what if- oh my God, did you watch Drag Race? Oh my God. Um, I feel like Drag Race is no longer a good like it's it True, no longer identifies it. you as someone in the queer community i feel like everybody watches drag race true everybody but you could like bring up drag race and then you can be like oh my god um it helped me like feel more comfortable to come out or like some shit like that you know like make it feel natural is what i'm saying like don't just be like hey i'm gay are you gay do so, you fuck like so, don't do that whoa. so it's like the opposite of what you're saying what is the advice Mm-hmm. You said <laughs> mm-hmm. it's the opposite. I feel like all my advice has been really consistent. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then my last one is, or just ask. Hey, you could just you- ask. You'd be like, "Hey, you gay?" So, so you drop timbits. So drop number one, drop timbits. Okay, just figure out if they are gay in a very nonchalant way, or you could be direct and just ask. Sometimes that's better. Okay, or. You can be like me and try to give yourself a shitty tattoo and just try to wear some rainbows around your body in a not um, ugly way. <laughs> this is this is all, by the way, very terrible advice. All of it. Uh, all of it. Did it work for you when you wore a snapback? Did you wear a snapback? It didn't work for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if you're femme, well, just like embrace it. Wear a rainbow lanyard. No, please don't do that. <laughs> don't do it. So I think that the conclusion of this is that there is no good advice coming from us. I don't think there's good advice coming from anyone because honestly, stereotypes are stupid. There's not really any way to tell someone's sexuality because it's not a visible thing. Okay, that's the moral of the story. This is not something that's visible, but you shouldn't also assume that someone's straight ever, which a lot of people do, and they just boldly come up to me and make me feel uncomfortable. Hey, shorty. Hey, shorty. Got a boyfriend and I'm like... (laughs) Yeah. Or like, no. yo, I see you riding your bike in them shorts. Yeah, Mind if I today. ride with you? <laughs> Ew, that actually happened today. It actually did. <laughs> but I do like really cute in these shorts. Have you, have you guys ever seen that show on YouTube by Jubilee of like five gays, one straight. Can they tell which one it is? Or like yeah. five straights, one gay. Or yeah. five lesbians, <laughs> one heterosexual female. <laughs> Two girls, one cup. <laughs> Five guys, all burgers. <laughs> Which one's not a burger? <laughs> but then it's like, that's kind of like uh, a little, in a more entertaining way, what we're talking about. Whereas like... That you can't tell. Unless you're black James Charles. There was a black James Charles what? in one of the episodes. It was five gays, one straight. They were trying to figure out which one was a straight guy. And then there was one guy who looked exactly like a black james charles oh and i was like my dude if you're not gay i don't know what i'm gonna do and i was like work short shorts little tank top gloss 
eyelashes, long nails. It was Black James Charles. On a more serious note, um, if you pull anything from this podcast, I know that we were being very silly the whole time, but if there's anything that you can take from this, I think it's don't ever assume anyone's sexuality. You know, some people are asexual. Some people are straight. Some people are gay. Some people are fucking whatever the fuck they want to be bisexual. It's fluid. Okay. And if you're going to be super bold and go and hit on people, Maybe do it in a not-so-intense way. Don't assume anyone's sexuality, no matter what they look like, because while I may look straight, I'm not, and I don't like when you hit on me. And <laughs> This is for all the fellas. Well, my fellas at. Yeah. Also, for me, like, I never assume anyone's sexuality, and that's why I'll ask them a bunch of weird questions and drop Timbits. <laughs> so, <laughs> if you get anything out of this... Don't assume someone's sexuality and always drop timbits. Yeah. No one owes you the reciprocal feeling. Yeah. Just because you like someone doesn't mean that they have to like you or that they will like you. No, ma'am. And I think that's a really important thing to remember. So don't ever get your hopes up in that kind of way and start building this relationship in your mind. Because that's not fair to someone. Yeah. What you may be feeling is something sexual can be something that's just platonic to somebody else. So respect that. Respect people's boundaries and just like get to know them slowly. You know, there's no rush. No rush. Get to know them slowly. Respect their boundaries, but also um, have the confidence to say what up and start a conversation, a genuine one. And, you know, with like actual interests, not just like, let me take you home. Unless that's what they're into as well. And then you'll catch that vibe. You'll you figure it the, out. It's all about catching the vibes. Yeah. But also that really cute story we told you about our roommate who danced in the rain with that guy that she met on the side of the road. He just came up with her telling her that he wanted to be her friend. Okay. So you can have these beautiful yeah. situations especially when you just come up with no expectations if you guys like the video make sure that you like the video hit that thumbs up button until it turns blue and if you're listening on the podcast make sure to subscribe and if you're listening on the podcast app and you really want to help us out leave a five-star review it really really does help the channel out and make sure you hit that notification bell because we drop these podcasts weekly and you do not want to miss them Peace. Peace!